bro, you got the whole little mic set up. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the gold mics like give it a little flair. You right? know what I'm saying? Like how many people got gold mics? I'm saying you got money. I love it. Is, <laughs> are you live? Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's just a video. It's recording. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still it's cool. Uh, so welcome to the Road Podcast uh, for all my future followers. <laughs> uh, today's guest is my sister. Aaliyah, hey, good. That's me. You know, you can introduce yourself. Hi, y'all. My name is Aaliyah. You know, you could call me that that girl. Um, you could call me the L.A. baddie. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> um, no, for real. My name is Aaliyah. I'm Ryan's big sister. I am a registered nurse in Los Angeles. Um, big dog. I am. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, but um, I actually, I've been trying to get my little brother to become a nurse forever because, you know, all my nurse friends, y'all know, it takes a certain type of person, and this boy is the truth. So one day he's going to be hopefully working by my side, and yeah, I'm here to put y'all on too. I'm spilling the secrets and the tea. What y'all want to know? Because I ain't even going to lie. You, when you say it takes a certain type of people, it takes a certain type of person, and a lot of people aren't that person. Yeah, oh God, some of y'all not making the cut. Okay? I wouldn't say some of y'all. I would say about 50% of the people who work, at least where I work, aren't good nurses, don't care about their patients. It's just a paycheck, and I think that's that's not important. That's not the important part of being a nurse. You know what I'm saying? I would agree. I would agree. You know, I think people think once they get into nursing or any kind of career that, like, they're going to become, like, oh, I'm this new person. But, no, who you were before is going to be who you are. Exactly. If you're a toxic person, you're going to be a toxic nurse. <laughs> if you're a kind person, you're going to be a kind nurse. So, I feel that. I feel you know what that. I mean? Like, that's why you need to do that evaluation before to see if this is even for you because it's going to test you. It's going to test your character, integrity, whatever. So you need to make sure that you really about it because otherwise you're going to be whack. See, but I think that makes it so hard because you got to think. Like, it's easy to think, like, oh, I can take care of people. But it's can you take care of a person who honestly doesn't want to be taken care of? Yeah. That's where it starts getting, that's where it starts getting tough. But before we get into all the... Yeah, yeah. Um, can you just uh, give your little background, your little story about how you became the person you are today? Yes, we talking about nursing person. Um, I kind of want you to start it off because I think we have similar where you know we both played basketball first, yes, and then we both got into this by our big sister. So yes. you by your big sister, Anissa, and then me by mine. Yes, so yes. Just break that down for us, please. Okay, yeah. So um, me and Ryan actually are one of seven. Okay, it's hella kids. Too many. Hella. Um, so growing up, we were super, you know, close knit and we were all hoopers. Most of us. I mean, we love basketball. My dad used to play basketball. So we all played. Um, and you know, me and Ryan, it's funny. We used to like not beef, but we was competitive. No, 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 no. Because he wasn't. She called it. She called it. We not beefing. (laughs) You know what? She right. It wasn't beef. If someone getting beat up and the other person's always winning, that's not beef. Look at him and look at me talking about beat up. It's just what, what the situation was. Please get an age gap so we can, (laughs) so they know what the difference is. Okay. Okay. Yes. We got some distance between us in age. However, Ryan was always the type of man who was going to try you, push your limits. So I, I used to have to establish. I used to have to let <laughs> him know. Let him know. Big sisters, all the big sisters out there, y'all know. You have to let them know. Regulate on the little brother. Anyways, um, which I still do. I don't care if he's 6'5", whatever, whatever. I still regulate on him. Um, so basically, yes. Yeah, so we grew up playing basketball. It was something that we kind of loved. It was just, you know. And then um, I only bring that into the, the conversation just because we were all very closely knit and had a lot of the similar common interests. So then we were thinking about what are we going to do after high school? Like what's going to be the vibe? For me, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I did think about playing basketball. I actually played basketball a little bit at um, – a community college, which was cool. It was lit. Like, a lot of y'all trying to sleep on a community college. But it was actually super lit. It was so fun because, you know, you still get that team dynamic, the vibe. And then it keeps you on track with your classes. And it's just a whole vibe. I really, really love that. Hold on. I don't mean to interrupt the chat. Can you see if mine is still? Is it? Because why is the screen dark? Oh, because you ain't put uh, your, uh, what's it called? What? Is you got to put it on. It, uh, your screen doesn't die out. Without oh, man. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> She said, she said, we need a tech guy. We really do. So is it still live? Oh, wait. Yeah, it's still live right now, but it's going to, it's paused. Okay, how do you... So uh, go to settings. Settings. Screen uh, general. Oh, that's display and brightness. And then auto lock. Okay. Okay, are we back? Okay, sorry. I'm back, everybody. Sorry. A little technical hi, difficulties. Hi. Okay. We resume. We resume. 
okay, sorry about that. So fast forward to me being, you know, um, college age. And I'm like, man, what's the vibes? I went to community college. I made some of my besties. A lot of those girls were in my wedding and are still some of my besties to this day that I love. Um, and yeah, like I said, it really helped me to kind of stay on track because you got to keep your grades at a certain level, even to, you know, be able to play. Um, and then my big sister was always, she kind of was the first person she got her foot wet in the nursing world. Um, she was a CNA and so she's kind of, she was working at a good job. Like she, she worked at UCLA, she worked at a couple different hospitals. Then later she became a discharge planner and like our big sis is another, you I know you're going to do an episode with her because she's a boss. Yeah. She's a boss. So she's the one who really put me on when I was kind of meandering and was like, Aaliyah, this is what you need to do. Like, she was like, these are your prereqs, literally opened up. This is the classes. This is what you need to do. And I kind of was like, okay, because, you know, it's my big sister. And, you know, I didn't know what I, I was very open. Um, so, yeah, you want me to go all the way to how I, how, where I got to today or? Um, just kind of like, what, let's first talk about like what got you into it. So. When you first, so were you, did you go from CNA to nurse or were you just going straight to, I'm just going to become a nurse, I can't just break that whole Yeah, down. yeah, okay. So once I got into community college, I was able to do all of my prerequisites, um, like for my, you know, the basic, uh, to get my AA, which I got an AA in like biological sciences. I went to Moore Park College and then I transferred to Santa Barbara City College because I wanted to live with my man. We'll get back to that. Um, so yeah, I did my classes there. I took my little, all the little prereqs. By that time, I knew like, okay, I'm on the nurse track um i wanted to work as a cna i did but the thing about it is i was really really focused on my, keeping my grades up yeah, because yeah. the la nursing world is quite competitive you know and i was very very much um trying to do my thing you know so um after i got my prereqs i remember i applied to i was i was super nervous because i was believing the hype which we're gonna talk about that don't believe the hype don't believe the hype okay do what you need to do and don't listen to what people have to say um, so yeah, I was gonna, you know, start applying around and I was super nervous, but I was like, you know, my husband really empowered me like Aaliyah, just submit the application. Wait, applying, you applying to do what? To be, to nursing school. Okay. So sorry. I got all my prereqs on community college. I went to Santa Barbara. I got my nursing specific prerequisites done. And then I was like, okay, now's the time to apply. And then can you say just like during that time, like what did you financially look like while making all this? Cause I think the thing is. People don't understand when you're chasing what you want to do. It's like you're not going to be having the money you ha that you want to have. Oh, you're not going to yeah. be doing the things you want to do. It's a sacrifice to get to a, the place you are at today. Oh, yeah. No, that's something. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, some people see my lifestyle now and they see me as a big flexor. I be flexing. She newly bougie. I she am newly bougie. <laughs> I am because I wasn't always a flexor. Okay. I, I, was, I, was a, I was a ramen noodle mommy for sure. Peanut butter and jelly lifestyle. Absolutely. I did. I was a barista for years. That's how I was really making my money. Barista was a good job because it's kind of low key. You can bring your books. You studying. That's another thing about becoming a nurse. The schooling aspect of it is absolutely immersive. You have to live, breathe, eat, sleep nursing. You talk nursing. It's all you think about. You, you probably annoying. My bad. You probably annoying everybody around you because all you talk about is nursing. But that's really the best way to kind of get into that world and kind of really get the you know get the tea and see what's going on. So um, so yeah, I was really I was working as a barista. I was living with my man. We were, me and my man were actually laughing. We used to spend I think a hundred dollars a week for two people on groceries. We used to eat a lot of hamburger helper. We used to eat a lot of um, we used to go to this place called Freebirds in Santa Barbara. I don't know if anybody is from UCSB, but we used to go to Freebirds, split a bean and cheese burrito. <laughs> I'm not playing. Split a bean and cheese burrito. That's really how we was living. Cause but you know that's the sacrifices you make. To follow your dreams, ultimately, yeah. ultimately. So that's what, you know, that's what I was about. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was a struggle. Oh, and also me and my man lived in a studio apartment. And it was probably, I mean, it was probably the size of this room. Y'all can't see the room, but y'all know. It was a studio, emphasis on a studio, okay? It was I've seen it all. I remember I would FaceTime <laughs> you, and I'd be like, man, that's that's all you got? Yes. <laughs> this is the only space. And then, uh, did you guys have a kitchen? No. this The kitchen was just a corner of the room. Because I remember, I felt like there was like a like a banister or something blocking something to make mm -hmm. it look like it was something else. But we, it really was just we one big to, old listen, room. It was. We had the Ikea furniture. It was a couch that turned into a bed. Okay? You pull out. That's why when people would come over, I'd be like, oh, Lord, because we sleep in that bed, too. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, that's really, you know, what we did. But. Honestly, that's the sacrifice you got to do to get to where you want to be. You know what I mean? You can flex later. It's not about it's and it's not even about flexing. You know what I mean? But yeah. the money will follow, you know, and the you know, as long as you're making, you know, 
you are able to get by with your resources, your food, whatever, you know, if you got to move in with your mom, move in with your mama. If you got to, whatever you need to do, that's what you need to do. Cause otherwise these opportunities will pass you up. So definitely be someone and do, you know, if you want it, you see that goal over there, set yourself up for, for success by doing whatever it takes to get it done. So that's, that was my, that was my mentality. So looking back on, uh, just like the work it took <clears> to get there, what would you say is somewhere where you feel like you made the best decision possible? Like, what, what decisions would you say were so valuable? And I'm not talking about just easy decisions, not easy to see. I'm talking about decisions that people put, like, that kind of put people on a crossroads. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you look back and you say, when I made the decision, even though I couldn't see it was a good decision right there, it was, and now, I, now I'm benefiting from it right now. So what yeah. decisions would you say is like that? You know what comes to mind? Hold on, we have a visitor. Hold <laughs> on. Hey, we're doing our podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, go. Let him, see, let him see the husband. Come here, honey bunny. The, the grinder. Come here. Wait, oh, is this the it's both of them. That one's mine. Oh, wow. Flex yeah. on a baby. Mm-hmm. There he go. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? What's up, everybody? Oh, it's good to see you. Your mom's in the chat, CJ. Oh, <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's get back to it. You know, when you asked me that, something in particular comes to mind. Because back in the day when I was freshly becoming a nurse, one of the most litest things to do was to go to Coachella, go to EDC, go to all the festivals every year, right? And I, you know, of course wanted to. I mean, all my besties were, you know, but a couple things. I couldn't, I couldn't, I legitimately could not be away for all of you guys in nursing school. No, you have class, clinical, and studying. You not really, you don't have time to go anywhere for a week or even really a weekend. And on top of that, you're working. And for me, you know, me and my man were living together. So we had, you know, there was no, there was no money or time for that. And I remember feeling so whack. I remember feeling so lame because all my friends were like lit, posting the pics. I was like, dang, I... I'm, I'm, at home. <laughs> like, I'm in these books, like, you know, but um, honestly, those were the type of sacrifices that I made. And then looking back, here's the thing, Coachella is one this year and now I got the time and the money to do it. So those are the kind of sacrifices that even though like at the time I couldn't see that it was going to pay off because anybody who's becoming a nurse, I know. And the, my nurse friends know it's high, It's a high anxiety process. You're nervous. You're like, oh my God, am I going to make the cut? Am I going to get these classes? Am I going to graduate? Am I going to pass yeah. the NCLEX? I mean, it's a whole situation. It's a scary vibe. So um, sometimes you might not be able to see the destination, but you can see your next step and you need to, you know, make sure you're taking the steps to get you where you want to be, period. That's the advice I always give people. Even if, you know, you can't always tell, is this going to pan out? You know, you got to make it do what it do and, and be dedicated. So, yeah. Yeah. So looking at it, like, so, you know, you said you, uh, you chose not to go on, you know, those big long trips mm-hmm. with your friends. You know, I think we all know about like passing up opportunities where, you know, even if it's not for chasing your goals, maybe you're just saving a little bit of money and you're like, yeah. oh, all my friends are going here and I really want to do this. But you understand that doing that's going to set you back. And so you do, like you said, you got to have that dedication and that focus to realize, like, I'm trying to get somewhere that's bigger than today. That's yes. bigger than this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so then looking at it, though, like, I don't want everything want to be so depressed. Like, man, if I'm nursing, I'm just going to have five years of not doing nothing. <laughs> so can you also, like, how do you, how do you balance having fun? Yeah. And still on that grind where you're dedicated to like what you're gonna do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So don't get me wrong. And when you become, when you're in nursing or a nursing student, it's not as though you don't get to have any fun. It's just the kind of fun is gonna be limited. It's gonna be different. And so two things. First thing is you gotta have the mindset of delayed gratification. That's something that you should have as a person in general because a lot of people spend so much time, effort, energy trying to enjoy the here and now. But it's kind of like investing. You know what I mean? You want to see a return on your investment so you're basically willing to put in this work here or pay this and in hopes for that growth it's like it's like saying like oh i'm trying to save money you save money and take it right back out your savings right you ain't saving no money nothing like you just you playing yourself you know what i mean or so or like or like buying a piece of stock right now it was this much but you know a year down the line well that will that has increased you know what i mean so yeah you had to you had to sacrifice by you know spending your money on that right now something that right now it may not you know it may not see the inherent value but the value comes with you know over time that growth and so you basically have to be able to you know get into your own head and recognize like no this is worth it be decisive you know if you want if you have a goal do whatever it takes to accomplish that goal delay that gratification but i will say this here's what i did here's how i balanced it um 
first of all, I be, I became friends with the girls that were in my class. We were cool. I was a study group kind of girl. I'm very, I'm very, I'm a, it's a little bit of a nerd in me, study guide type of girl. So I had a, a bit of a social network. And then what we would do, you know, we would take a girl's trip, like, you know, once, literally once, like on a summer break, like that two weeks that you get before clinical start, we would go to Vegas. We did. We got stories <laughs> about that. I may or may not have gotten arrested, but we're going to get back to that. That's another story. Um, You know, so you just have to kind of, you basically go from being available all the time, hey girl, let's go get a drink on the weekend or do this or that, to like, now you you have to allocate the time for it, which is like, hey girl, I really only have this much time, it's after my finals, before my next session starts, you have to plan for it, but to be honest, it was a good balance for me, because at one point in my life, when I was doing prereqs, I wasn't taking them all at once, so I had a lot of time to party, I was living in Santa Barbara, partying, having fun, you know, being a hot mess. Uh, you know, being a child of the streets, you know what I mean? And it was cool, but it wasn't like giving me that that growth. And that's when I realized like, no, it's time to buckle down. So yeah. once I got into nursing school and I wasn't taking just prereqs anymore, I was like, oh, it's go time. And I, it was, it was, my mentality was the first thing I had to get in check about, okay, I'm here to work. And you know, that, so that's, that's what it was. It was cool. So can you give like, and I, can you give like a specific idea of showing what your fun looks like while you were still in that grind? Because I think people, People get burnt out so fast because yeah. you need to understand your fun needs to change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like even when you're losing weight, you're working out a lot. It's it like, to be different. Yeah, it's like say I'm, I'm going out to eat mm-hmm. and it's like I don't eat bad anymore. That doesn't mean now people are like, oh, I'm only going to eat stuff that I don't really like. You have yeah. to find things that you like. Can you show like or just tell a story about the fun you were able to have? During that like during match, that time, during yeah. the grind where you're like, man, I, every day I'm studying. Yeah. Day, but like these are my little like treats right these are my treats yeah so um basically yeah what i was tra- the, like it, you basically change from having unlimited availability to do anything to like it has to be planned so maybe you can uh like hey girl let's go to brunch and then after our brunch we gonna study you see what i'm saying yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of you kind of have to get comfortable because the work is always going to be there but there's times there is time to carve out that's the kind that's honestly what i found myself doing the most of brunch dates or dinner dates girls nights girls night that turn into a study night you know what i mean you need to get around people who understand your mentality and understand because then they're not going to be like, that's whack. I want to be out. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, let's go ahead. And then especially something that we would do to reward ourselves, too, after every finals, finals, any kind of accomplishment, we was we used to go to West Hollywood. We used to be turning up all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We would go hit the club occasionally. But, you know, once I got around those like-minded girls, we I would say probably once a week or once every other week we would catch a brunch or something like that, you know, for somebody's birthday or an engagement that kind of stuff yeah we would make the time for a party like that it wasn't all the time but um basically the point i'm trying to say is it was less it wasn't absent it was less but it was worth it i would do it again i think something that is so important is people got to understand we're humans humans do things together for sure you know what i'm saying so it's like you keep bringing up i had people who are on the same type of time as me yeah you know what i'm saying so if i'm it's not saying like oh you can't have friends who aren't doing the same thing as you but it's like if I'm around a bunch of people who only want to party, only want to spend money, and I'm in a phase where I, I can't spend money, I can't party. Cut them off. <laughs> Cut them off. I mean, that's really what it is, though, because you got to think. I was just talking to somebody today. If you hang around bums. How, you a bum. You're going to. Are you a bum? I mean, I just don't know how else to put it. Because it's not possible. It's like, it, yes, and they'd still be a nice person to try to bring people up. But you got to be able to realize, like, this person can't think how I'm thinking. Yes. So no. you have to get around people who can think how you think. And even if, even if you guys aren't all the same, if everybody's focused on one goal, mm-hmm. you can only get there faster. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yes. So we're going to talk about communities because I am a bit of a socialite. I've had friends, you know, I have friends. This is a weird thing to say, but you know, I've been a very popular girl my whole life. So I've always had different types of friends. I love my friends. My friends give me life. It was kind of hard for me a little bit to kind of set boundaries sometimes because I love my, I love my girls. We like to turn up. But at the end of the day, the, is one, the difference that I, I think nursing has taught me this, too, because, you know, it's cool to be a turn up queen, but you also need to be goal oriented. And if the people around you are not supporting you and are not on the same page as you, they're just holding you back. And that means they don't want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I've had to. It's not like a hard chop. I mean, I have hard chopped a couple of y'all, <laughs> but it's not like <laughs> a hard chop. It's more like, listen, this is where I'm at. If you can't rock with that and respect me for that. 
Sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know, once you find those people who are, oh my God, the energy, the vibes are everything pushing you towards your goals and you feel unstoppable, especially when you have that community and, you know, but the nursing community, we ride, you know, so any, you know, people that are in the nursing community, you know, we, it's usually they're on the same page. Yeah. So it's only the stragglers or a hater. Watch out for your friends. Cause some of them is haters. No okay? cap. <laughs> no cap. Some people really don't want to see you win. Oh, it's some frenemies. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like they're looking at you and they like, I wish I could do that, and that wish turns into I can't do that. And from that, I can't. They're like, Well, I hate that person because I can't do yeah. that. Yeah, some of y'all is miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but get just to get back to like your journey of it all. Like, yeah, I want because I really want people to like when they look at this episode, they're like, Man, like I really want to do this, and yeah. like I want them to see the rights and the wrong. So what would you say are some of like the pitfalls mm. that you fell into while you were on your journey? Okay. Pitfalls. Okay. So couple pitfalls. Um, when you get into nursing, jump in all the way. Don't just take one little class here, one little class there, get into it because honestly don't extend it. You know what I mean? Do everything you can to get your prereqs done. Like me, I basically, nursing is a four year degree. I did two years community college playing basketball. And then I did two years getting my, my prereqs. So that turns a four year degree into a seven year degree, which I luckily, because I did so much of it at community college, I saved a lot of money. And when I went to Mount St. Mary's university, woo woo, they gave me a lot of scholarship money because I had good grades and because I was a hard worker, you know, I could, you know, I had some receipts to show them. So that saved me, oh my God, so much money. Um, but um, I definitely feel like I could have expedited that process. And it's not that big a deal because everybody's going to go at their own journey. But definitely, you know, get into it, get focused and get it done. That's my mentality. Another pitfall is it's very common because I remember the desperation before you are a nurse. It's like, it's like crabs in a bucket, just crawling, just trying, anybody's trying to, you know, know somebody, know a nurse, get a job, get connected, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I get it. I remember being like that, but here's the thing. There's room for all of us in nursing. There really is. There's room for all of us. And also there's a lot of entry points that you could walk in through the front door, the back and come over the fence. You could, I mean, there's so many different ways you could go you know what I mean you go straight mm -hmm. through you could switch careers you could get I mean so don't get too too caught up in the hype I used to be on every nursing blog talking about oh my god uh UCLA is only hiring six students and da, 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 you know what I mean or yeah, like yeah. Mount St. Mary's is only taking this many applicants but don't honestly turn the volume down on all of that it's good to be in the know a little bit but turn the volume down on all of that and focus on showing up as your best self in every way and that's what's going to carry you because getting all the tea oh da, 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 you actually i got a lot of bad intel <laughs> i got a lot of bad intel by talking to the wrong people mm -hmm. and people's own limitations they will project them onto you they're gonna feel like because they weren't able to that you're not able to and that's a lie from the devil that's a lie from the devil so yeah all right so I feel like that covers a lot of, like, the way you got there, your support system, you know, what you should and shouldn't do. But, you know, now that you're there, you're in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not a, it's not a dream anymore. Oh, it's it's not a dream. It's a reality. <laughs> uh, can we just give off – let's give off the first the first couple months you doing what you're doing now. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, okay. So um, once you become a nurse – the real nursing school starts on your first day on the job because you learn textbook nursing and then you learn real life nursing. And my nurses in my chat, y'all know, y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you're saying describe my first couple months. Yeah. You know, and then just cause you mentioned that too, can you just talk about the difference between like school and actually Actual? being there? Oh man. Like even, even when you know, cause you're like, when you're doing clinicals, you're like around it, but it's not your responsibility. You don't right. have that pressure on you to, I, my this person's life is in my hands. Like, can you talk about that yes, whole situation? Yes, yes. Okay. So first, to start with, let's talk about the transition from nursing school to nursing. So the biggest transition I found is nursing school is about acquiring knowledge. Let me learn this. You learn your system: cardio, respiratory, GI, neuro, integ, all kind of systems, right? But when you become a nurse, you actually have to be able to apply that knowledge. Yeah. So when you learn lab values, when you learn medications, it's about now, what does that look like in an actual human being? What does that look like in a baby versus an adult? What does that look like in a person who has this many comorbidities? What does that look like in a person who's young and healthy? What, you know what I mean? So it's basically taking the knowledge and now applying it to 
real life. It's kind of like, think about driving. Remember you had the little book, you had to take the written test. That's a lot different than being on the road, looking around, people are merging. Now you actually have to apply. You know the rules, you know red light, green light, right turn, blinker, signals, you know all that. Mm -hmm. But now it's like putting it all together and actually um, doing it, which is actually a very cool experience for someone who is newly a nurse because it's another layer of growth. It's another layer of critical thinking. It's funny because there's certain terms that I remember people used to always say all the time in the nursing community, criti critical thinking. But actually, the critical thinking is really what it is. That's the difference between, in my opinion, a good nurse and a straight and a solid nurse. You know, she's solid. But the great nurses are the thinkers, the critical thinkers, the people who are able to apply and look at look at systems in a in a zoomed out way or zoomed in way or look at it in the context of the patient. You know what I mean? You really have to be able to um, apply that knowledge. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think you got to understand, too. It's like it's like you said, the context of the patient. I think, you know, just being around nurses and being around other CNAs and everything, you got to understand that patient is a person. Yes. And I think people make that disconnect. They can't they can't connect like. You know, when you go to work, you don't like your job, so you kind of disconnect when you go there. Mm -hmm. You can't do that in nursing. You no. still have to be like, this is a person. This is the reason why they're feeling like this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Understand somebody, like, even though it's like you, know, you might not see the family often, Yeah. that's somebody's grandpa. That's somebody's yes. brother. That's yes. somebody Somebody really cares about that person. Yes. And it's you signed up for it. Even though, yes, you went through all this hard work and schooling to get the job, you signed up to care for this person. Yes. And I think people people get lost in that. So can you talk about, like, again, how how you handle the stress of, okay, this is my job, but I also need to be the person I am and care for this person the way yes. I, I should. Yes. Nursing is a great job because you have a beautiful opportunity to make your nursing practice yours. You, It's partially the, you know, the textbook care and, you know, the, the the body the, the the you know the physical side of it but it's also an art that's why they call it a science and art because you as a person get to integrate your personality your care your creativity all of that you bring to your nursing practice so yes you absolutely have to actually you know the ANA the first the first uh, article of the American Nurses Association Code of Ethics is to respect the inherent dignity of each individual person and I remember I had to look that up for a project and that really stuck with me because I appreciated that as the foundation upon which we build our nursing profession because if you're not respecting the inherent dignity of that human being you're not going to assign any value to them and you're not going to be inclined to push them to push yourself to meet their needs because that's what nursing is you ultimately are giving of self to help support heal nurture you know so you can never detach who you are your soul your kindness uh from the job even when it's difficult so i work on a neurosurgical unit unit <clears throat> we handle a lot of brain surgeries a lot of patients with Parkinson's disease, a lot of patients with strokes, hemorrhagic strokes, usually seizure patients, and then a lot of um, spinal cord injuries. So we get all kinds of people who are cognitively impaired. Um, so maybe they're a little wild or chaotic or aggressive or, you know, dementia patients. You have you work with a lot of dementia patients, I'm sure. Yeah. And you work with people who are disabled, like long term yeah. disabled. So they you probably have differing levels of cognitive function and mm -hmm. um, and also of of their demeanor. Sometimes they're sweet. Sometimes we love a pleasantly confused patient. They the sweetest one. Oh yeah. They cute. They Miss cute. Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And she be come on, baby. And you be like, okay, you know, so those are great. There's some people who, you know, there's you know, you get everything. So basically having respect for that individual no matter what situation they're in they're it they're in. Um, that's going to be critical. And remembering your why. Remember your why because it's not about that patient. I've had patients <laughs> They tried you, girl. They trying me. Oh, these patients be trying me. Anybody who works <laughs> NSU, y'all know these patients be trying. They be crazy. They is crazy. Bruh. The stories. Bruh. The stories that you, you get. <laughs> but you have to learn to remember your why and, you know, have let that empathy drive your care. Let that compassion drive your care. And don't be a toxic nurse. Be kind, loving, and sincere. Yeah, be, I mean, know? I got a story about that, too, because, like, you got to understand so basically, you know, we are, I work at a place where we're really understaffed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of days it's like you're running around each patient Hallelujah. with this, each patient like that. Yes. And it's just it's just very hard. And I've literally had a patient cry. Like I, I went up to her and I was like, I was like, Oh, are you okay? I just called her her car light was on. So then like I went into her room and I was like, Oh, are you okay? 
I'm not even her nurse. I'm just like, you know, I just see it's on. So I go check it. And she starts crying. She's crying, talking about, I've had my call on for two hours and no one's come to see me. I thought you guys were never going to come. And it's like, obviously, like, she knew, I mean, somebody's going to come. Yes. You know, but it's a little different. But it's even still, it's like, you understand. Imagine you needing something because yes. you can't get it. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a, oh, I can, I just don't want to. She's stuck in that bed and it's not going to move. And she wants something. She's calling for it for two hours and nobody comes. Yeah. And it's so and it's so easy for, you know, I'll say for the RCNAs to just disconnect from that and be like, oh, like I'm working, I'm busy, you have to do this, I have to do that. Yes. That person is literally putting everything they have on you because they can't do anything else. Do y'all see my little brother? He is an angel. <laughs> He is a saint and an angel. And that's what I'm talking about, having that spirit of being a nurse, Ryan. It actually makes me a little emotional to hear you say that because, yes, that person is down and they down bad. This mm-hmm. is probably the worst they ever been. For us, it's our job. You know yeah. what I mean? We, we on That's their life. That's their real life. We go home. They stay there. Yeah. So, yes, you have to remember, like, man, even though I'm tired, no, like, that's this they need they are dependent on you, you even have- some things is, it's so it's always so funny to me when like all the all the the old ladies mm-hmm. i just i'll just like rub their shoulder mm. and they love that i know they do. they love it's because you got you're laying in no one's touching you i know you just have a roommate who talks to you and you might have you might have a shitty roommate <laughs> Wait, this, i need to fix my thing real quick Go ahead, oh, it's you gotta understand like just because these old, just because they old, they still got feelings, so they might be beefing with their roommate. Yes. So they might be in a room with somebody they hate. Yes. And they ain't got nobody to be happy to, they ain't happy to see nobody until you come in there. And if you just show them, like, a little bit of, like, I really, like, care for you. Yes. And even though, you know, you have other patients, if you tell them, like, hey, I'm on a time limit, but, like, I'm here for you right now. Yes. They will respect that, and they like that. They feel like, man, like, well, at least I know while he's in this room, I have complete he's completely here you yes. know what i'm saying he's here with me he's not just looking at me like i'm an object or something that's like, yes and something of annoyance listen one of the things i tell my patients often i tell them i care about you you know and it's funny because or it's interesting because that word really really resonates it with them. Hits them it really it hits, hits them you can see, you can see the eyes yes. their heart. they're like man like what? <laughs> yes. Or I, I'm happy to hold their hand if they need. Or, you know, sometimes I'll rub their little head. You know, like I... And sometimes even just looking them in the eye. Yeah. You know, and, and nurses like me, I work on a neurosurge floor, so sometimes we're either three rare, but usually one to four. So you are pressed for time. But guess what? Actually, nurses always, they don't want their patients calling them. They're like, oh, my God, this person called me. If you give them that time in the beginning... Here's what I do. Okay, okay, okay. Let me give you a sample of what yeah. I do. Okay, so I clock in. I'm like, oh lord. I chug my caffeine. Actually, I keep I keep one on me. This is a bang. This right here. This is the crack for nurses, night shift nurses. You know. Um, so then bang, I bang come sponsor us. Yeah, bang. <laughs> at me bang. Um, I okay. So I chug my little caffeine and then I go get my my report from the nurse. The nurse tells you, hey, this patient crazy. This patient, you know, this is a great patient. Whatever, right? So then you got to go in and meet the patient. So this is what I do. I walk up. Hi, my name is Aaliyah. I'm going to be your nurse tonight, okay? I let them know today is this. It's 8 o'clock. Here's what you can expect for the night. I'm going to come in here and check your vital signs every four hours. These are your medications, okay? Mm-hmm. This is you know, this is your plan of care. In the morning, you're going to have PT, OT. You're going to have speech therapy. You're going to have your surgery. This is your diet, whatever. I give them the whole rundown of what they can expect, which is huge. And then the second thing I do is ask them, do you have any questions for me? How can I help you? You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what else can I do to help you be more comfortable? Is there anything you want me to know in particular that's, that's you know, out of the ordinary? And my patients be looking at me like, you know, they'd be like, wow. Because, you know, a lot of times nursing, I got to I gotta stand by my nurses. We are stretched thin, short, and we have, you know, one to four. On my especially unit, with COVID. Especially with COVID. COVID really breaks it down because you got things like you're on there and nurses are getting sick. No. Nurses getting sick, get sent home. Yes, they do. And, you know, the thing about it is, you know, you actually, if you take the time on the front end to show them, hey, I care about you, I'm here for you, guess what? They end up calling you less, they end up, because their anxiety levels come down because they know that person 
is here. That person yeah. is thinking of me. So I try in the beginning of my shift to take the time to really establish a connection with my patient. I take that time and I'm like, I look at them, I smile at them, I'll touch their arm. Before I leave the room, I always squeeze their foot and a little toe, tickle their <laughs> little foot. I'm like, okay, I'll see you in a little bit. Good night. Yeah. I'm super sweet to them because they need that. We are part of the healing environment. You exactly. know what I mean? Don't ever forget that. We are part of the healing environment. So if you come in bringing all your baggage from your raggedy ass relationship, they going to feel that. Exactly. Leave that at home. Interesting, and it's say, I think people understand this too. When you connect with a patient, I can go into a patient room and they know I'm having a bad day. I tell them like, yeah, this this happened. Da, da, da. They definitely gonna call me less. So like, oh, I know, I know, Ryan's not having a good day. And it's not like, oh, I don't want to talk to Ryan. It's like, oh, like no, he's really having a bad day. Like I don't really need him to, to come here and do something. Like, yes, can you untuck my elbow? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like something yes. like that. They might just be like, no, nah, like. It's all right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they understand. They got to understand. These people, we call them patients. They are people. Yeah, they are people. You know what I'm saying? It's a person in there. That's 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 somebody's mama. That could be your mama. Exactly. You might be a patient. Matter of fact, I was hospitalized once, and that experience really changed my perspective on nursing, too. I had one nurse. I was in so much pain. I was septic. I was sick. I was in there for weeks. I was on all kind of antibiotics, and my body was becoming resistant. Girl, I... Y'all could have lost me, you know, but I remember I was having excruciating pain. I had to have a, a paracentesis because I had this crazy abscess growing in my body. It was insane. Anyways, um, the pain was the main thing for me. And my pa- my nurses were some of them were very empathetic. Um, I was in nursing school at the time, so I kind of had a vibe, but I didn't really understand the workflow. One nurse was like, I'm going to wake you up and give you your medication and basically I could see that he was going the extra mile, and I will never forget that man. His name was Brian. He works at UCLA. I will never forget that man. He changed my life, my stay. I think that was the to feel. I felt that, oh, my God, this guy cares about me because he yeah. knew I was down and out, and he took something that was a small step to him, made the world of difference to me. And, you know, because I was a patient at one point, I remembered that. You know what I mean? And I'll never forget that. So. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Brandon, I see you said something. I can't see it because it's too far, but hey, boo. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, you know, we kind of talked about the in-depth of it, the road, and then, you know, the process itself. But, you know, I'm going to let you brag a little bit. Let's get the, the fruits of the labor. Yeah. And so how you how you living now? Hey, listen. We lit. <laughs> 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 no, you know what? One of the things I love about nursing is um, – it once you in you in okay you are now very valuable to your community you are you come with a set of knowledge that is needed matter of fact you might be summoned at any minute any time somebody pass out it's honestly one of your duties as a nurse to step up and intervene because you know you you are now an active member of your of your community in that way you have a skill and you bring value and that's why like right now people be pressed about jobs name a nurse you know that's pressed about a job they not, not. they could get two three some of my friends is making some of my friends is rich. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. They're making real money, you know, because, you know, you are an asset now. You now, the ball is in your court as a nurse. You know what I mean? So that's a super, super dope thing about nursing. Um, and, yeah, life is good. Life is good. Um, Brag a little bit. Tell I them mean, about okay. the schedule. Yeah. Tell them, tell them about the cars. Okay. Oh, come on, break it down. I mean, you know, you got options. We're going to say that. You got choices. So, okay, starting out as a new grad, um, I'll say my first year, I made uh, just under six figures, like just under. That's and first year. That's first that's year. first year. <laughs> that's first year. And I was working part-time. So, you know what I mean? You do the math. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, and then my next year, you cross over the six-figure threshold and, you know, grow quickly. I work for a very awesome organization. We get two bonuses a year, you know, a lot of benefits, a lot of, so I work part-time, hallelujah. Part-time is two shifts a week minimum, but you can work as many shifts as you want. Um, 12 hours. Another shift. thing, another thing being a nurse too. There's a lot of shifts. Oh yeah. You just not, you never going to be pressed on hours. No, no, no. They're going to be hitting you up every day. Do you want to come in? Do you want to come in? They'll pay you double your base pay at my, at my organization. If you work a holiday, you make 2.5 your base pay. Yep. Did y'all hear that? You make 2.5 your base pay if you if you work a holiday. You know what I mean? There's all kind of, depending on different organizations, you might get a differential for nights. I get a night shift differential. You get a weekend differential, holiday. You get paid holidays. At my organization, even if you don't work on the holiday, you get eight hours of pay just for being on the squad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So nurses are valuable. That's another reason. It's a great career um, you know, especially for a young mobile person. And this is why I want my little man here to become a travel nurse. 
Because you travel nurses, my friends in here that's travel nurses, y'all are the real rich ones, okay? They making shmoney. So, yes. Okay, and they traveling. And they traveling. And getting, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get back to that. But, yeah, so, yeah, um, the money is good, okay? And um, the lifestyle is good. Yeah, a lot of my, a lot of my friends ate. I want you to break down the lifestyle. <laughs> I think people don't understand. When I say I know nurses now, I could tell that four years where they grind out to become a nurse, it shows. Yeah. They's having fun now. Yeah. They yeah. literally don't give a fuck. Yeah. We out, we get, we out doing the most because we suffer from this long. We earned long. it. I mean, yeah, I work part time. So I work two days or three days a week. The scheduling is amazing. You plot yourself. You get to pick your schedule. So a lot of times, you know, for me, like I'm off for seven days with no, with no, with no taking no time off it's just the way my schedule is you yeah. know i've actually been spending a lot more time doing more of my hobbies i didn't have no hobbies in nursing school my only hobbies was studying <laughs> and drinking pretty much <laughs> now i have so much more time to explore a lot of my creativity and a lot of my hobbies because yeah i'm not back until what the 25th <laughs> i worked yesterday you know what i mean so you have time um it's a great work-life balance and then you know some people like some of my friends they saving for houses or they saving a lot why every nurse got a tesla y'all all got teslas now all of them yeah they be working you know because that's the, that's the dope thing you can use it as a tool if you want to grind for six months because you're trying to save to save your first 30k 40k whatever you're trying to you're trying to do that you can do that you can use nursing people like me i'm trying to chill because I was burnt out. COVID burnt me out last year. I was making a lot of money. Actually, they're offering a shift incentive at my job. So you get we get like an extra $700 if you pick on top of your pay just, just for showing up per shift. Yeah. The bread is there. And so I was really cashing out on that. And I kind of had to reel it in because I will say that it's, it's, it's not just all glitz and glam. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. But... Um, it's worth it, especially if you use it as a tool. You know what I mean? So, yeah, my I got, you know, my retirement accounts is set up. My investment accounts is set up. I got a cute little Jeepy Jeep. It's cute. That was one of my dream cars. You know, I'm thinking about my next car. It could be a range. How long you had a Jeep? I had it for, what, this is my third year. Third, three years with Jeep is too, not, not long enough. You said, <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need something. I need to react. Yeah. Because when you're nurses, you could do that. You could do that. You know, I have friends that pay for cars in cash. I got friends that bought their house and then bought a Tesla in the same month. I mean, I have friends that's yeah. really making moves. And, you know, that's the, that's the part that's dope. Friends that are taking care of their families. Friends that are... I mean, you name it, starting doing it, running their whole side business. They only work for two or three days. And then and then if you work per diem, you work four times a month. If you work part time, you work two times a week. And if you work full time, you work three times. I have a friend that works full time at two hospitals. Shorty is paid. OK, <laughs> she's making six, six figures. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So however you want to use it. And the beautiful thing about nursing is whatever you love is what you can do. Like. I'm really, I'm a certified nurse, so my specialty is stroke, strokes. I'm very good with stroke patients, but you can do anything. You want to take care of the babies. You want to be mamas and babies, go do L&D. You like the preemies, the sick babies, do NICU. You like the kiddos, do peds. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You want to, you don't want, you don't want something too serious, go be a school nurse. Go hand out them, um, them little uh, ginger ales and crackers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever you want to do as an, you want to, you want to be a baddie, a LA baddie, go be an aesthetic nurse. You know what I mean? Whatever you want to do, that's the beauty of nursing. There's room for all of us. Us and it's a vibe it's a vibe and then just finally can you break down how because of the even though you're still making good money right now but yeah. you know through the time you said you have through your scheduling how you're pursuing what you want to do now with your whole social media and all that yes yes so basically my first two years i'm going into my third year my first two years i was obsessed with becoming a strong nurse because you know i i'm i'm an academic about anything that i apply myself to like i like to get into it from the ground up and be the best i could be because if you're going to do it why not do it well Right, bro? If you going to do it, do it well. So I was very, very driven and motivated. To real, be, real quick. Uh, people don't have that mindset. Yeah, and that is crazy to me. I'm like, how can y'all just sit there and just watch someone be way better than you and it not be like, damn, he way better than me. Like, bro, mm -hmm. like that makes me mad. I'll sit. I used to, bro. It doesn't matter what I do. It was, I used to work at In-N-Out. Yeah. I was at In-N-Out and I was level four on fries. Period. And do come in and do better than me. I'm at home. I just got to get better. Yep. Just over here, like, man, he killed me today. He, yep. just, he looked better than me today. I just can't sit there and let somebody... And people don't think like that. No, they don't. Listen, mediocrity is a disease, and it's contagious. Okay? It's That's crazy. what I'm saying. Be careful who you're around. Like, 
my network here's the thing me i'm one of seven me and all my siblings have always been go-getters it's just the way we were raised my mom used to come into the room and throw everything away and be like you getting you getting a new look now you know what i mean you, <laughs> she never allowed us to be content in any one space my in the summer we used to be chilling at the house watching tv my dad used get to be out. like get out the house get out <laughs> you looking at him? <laughs> like, get out get out the house or for what forever just get out yeah like that it's 107 degrees outside he's like walk to the park just be there You're, we ain't got nothing to do yep we maybe got a basketball a basketball get out get out walk to the library <laughs> go do something yeah, just doing nothing in yeah, the we used to just be walking like all five of us just walking down the street like it was it was crazy but i get now because our parents wanted us to get away from the stagnant you know mediocre just, just chilling, basic chilling too. make no sense yeah yeah i was i was getting my behind tapped if i was making c's so you know my parents was not here to play you know yeah. they was not here to play about your academics and about your future and your trajectory which i appreciate that i remember getting one c and hide my report card they gonna kill yeah, yeah. We, was, <laughs> we went through some things over these grades. Um, but yeah, so when I got to nursing my first year, I was just like, yeah, I was really like, okay, I'm a new grad, very intimidating. It's a first transition from like the academic role to now you're a professional nurse. So you really had to be like, all right, it was scary. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. It was like, oh my God, like um, you are the nurse. You are responsible yeah. for these patients now, you know? So new, my, my facility was great. We had a three month preceptorship. So basically I would uh, be one to one, paired one to one with the nurse. And as at this nurse, best preceptor ever, Carla, I love you. Best preceptor ever. Um, she would basically, as she saw my skills, as she saw me doing better, she would just add a little bit more work. So today, Leah, you're going to work with one patient. Okay. You're going to ha- pass all their meds. You're going to do all their therapies. You're going to do all their You guys don't have LVNs? We don't. We oh. don't. We have LVNs in the um, at what we call MOBs, which is medical office building. So, like, if you go in for a doctor's checkup, the person who's, like, weighing you and stuff like that, there mm. a lot of them, times they'll be either MAs or LVNs. Um, but on ours, you basically got to be an RN you can, okay. Yeah, you basically you have to be an yeah, RN yeah, yeah. basically. But, yeah, so we – I know some LVNs that work for my organization, but they work in um, – it more in like medical office bidding, different okay. settings, which yeah, is a, yeah. which is a cool thing too for them. Um, so yeah, I did my preceptorship for three months, and this preceptor would give me a little bit more and more, let me take on a little bit more responsibility as I was ready. Um, and then eventually, I would be taking care of four patients on my own. It was chaotic, um, but you know, I was just I wanted I wanted feedback. I told them like, be honest with me. Like, if I'm whack, let me know. Like, whatever the case may be, tell me. I want to know, and, you know, I just want to do whatever it takes to be the best. We're, we're highly competitive, so that's how we are, but really competing with ourselves. Um, so, yeah, when I got in there, I started learning. I started joining committees, too. Um, I'm, a, I'm considered a stroke champion on my unit, which means um, I am, I guess, the go-to person for – if there's any kind of questions about how we manage stroke patients based on the recommendations of some of the um, governing bodies on stroke, like the American Heart Association or the American Neuroscience Association, although they have recommendations about how care should be given to certain patients based off of their condition. So I'm someone who, you know, really familiarized myself with that. Um, I started to try to take on as many as many roles as I could, just because taking on all those roles is how you learn, really. Um, and I, I just like I like for anything that I'm a part of, I like to get immersed in so that it's more engaging so that it's you know something that i love so i joined that committee i joined unit-based council that's kind of like it like leadership like uh what does it call it usb or asb i forgot what it's called but you know like leadership committees i i joined those and then um very quickly i started you know kind of establishing myself at work by putting showing a good work ethic showing that i had the knowledge the drive the heart for it and i started to move up quickly at my job you know mm-hmm. then i started to become a break nurse a relief nurse which is like you break all the nurses and you're basically there to support you know you don't have any patients you're just there that shift just to support all the nurses so if the nurses need something you got to be that go-to nurse you know what i mean yeah. which is cool because you don't got to do all that charting it could be challenging too though because you have to be a quick critical thinker you have to be be able to take care of a patient that's not even your patient you haven't been taking care of them for the last 12 hours you only take care of them for one hour and in that one hour they might anything can happen so you got to be quick enough to be able to read the chart knowing what's going on knowing how to intervene knowing their medications looking at their labs seeing what's going on with them um then eventually I became a charge nurse. I mean, it's like I just continue to really invest myself. And also, you got to be humble. I have people that in my life are, I consider my big sisters and my big bros, my mentors. I was seeking out their advice 
every single day. Give me this feedback. Tell me what you didn't like. What could I have done better? When I ran my first code, you know, giving me all that feedback. And those are the things that really facilitated my growth. And that's how I became, you know, the shorty that I am today. And it's been lit. It's been super lit. And that's the other thing. You're not, I'm not, I haven't arrived. I'm content and happy, but I'm still growing and learning every day. I just, I took my certification test. Now I'm a specialty certified uh, stroke nurse. You know what I mean? Which is dope. Like I'm a stroke champion, stroke nurse, break nurse, charge nurse. I'm just racking them up at this point. Cause that's what you do. You just, I have that go getter mentality. Always stay humble. Always try to learn and, you know, be that girl. That's it. But so now that, like I was saying earlier, so like now that, because you say you do less now. Yeah. Part time. Uh, what, how taking that, while still making a good amount of money, what has that time allowed you to do? Oh, yeah. Now? Sorry. Yeah, you, <laughs> I got you know, Sorry. I, I said, you know, let me just let her, let her go I'm off a, I'm, quick. A, I'm a talker. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so since I kind of now have been thinking about like, what do I want to do? I kind of have, um, since I'm comfortable in my routine, this is my third year as a nurse is going well. Um, I've been taking some time to, okay, I realize this. I've been making content for Instagram for, um, since it's, since day one. And I just made content for Instagram because I love it and because I'm a baddie and I just like to have fun. So that's why I was always making, uh, making content for Instagram just for me and my friends and stuff. And then I realized, wait a minute, I can get paid for that. These shorties is paid for picture, these same pictures that I've been sharing to my friends and family members. Like, I don't have to do anything. I don't really have to change anything other than open my open my IG up and what? You could get money. Actually, I got one of my first brand deals today. Like, you know what I mean? It was so easy. I literally changed my account like to a professional account uh this January 4th and stuff is rolling. So, yes, I spend a lot of my free time when I'm not working um creating content because I love it. It's fun. And because nursing is such an academic profession, I needed a creative outlet. So now imagine I get to do all the creativity that I love and get paid for it and get free products. I mean, where, where do I sign up? So yeah, that's basically a transition that I made this year where I'm having so much fun making content, being hilarious. I'm a comedian in my head. So, um, yeah, bro, it's dope. That's another thing. Nursing, you know, if you as that tool, this is my that's my income and now this is like my, you know, now I'm having my fun and and then when I go back in for my 2 days, I get my money and then I go back and do the things that I love and, you know, that touch a, a different side of me, that creative side of me. So yeah, I've been Check out my IG. Um, <laughs> go ahead and shout myself out. It's at Leah, L-E-E-Y-A, four H's. I should probably change that name. We're going to work on that. Anyways, I'm, I'm new, but follow me because I'm going to make you laugh. You're going to see me looking like a baddie for show. And also, um, I'm your virtual bestie, like for real. We're going to chat. I go live. I chat with my friends. Anybody can slide in my DMs. I'm going to talk to you unless you're a creep. I'm going to block you. But other than that, like, it's a vibe. Come hang out with me. Be my friend. So, yeah. We love that. We love that. <laughs> so, you know, last question. is a question about nursing. You know, how do you like being on the podcast? What do you think I could improve on? And, you know, how do you enjoy it? Oh. I asked you too, CJ, you know, since you're a live audience. Yes. Um, I'm so happy for you because you're so charismatic. Me and Ryan are the coolest. We have six siblings, but we're the coolest ones out of our all. I mean, uh, you got to throw Jamal seven. in there. Yeah, we got one more brother. He's mad cool. But me and Ryan are like the swag siblings. Like, we got the swag. We got the drip. We got the sauce. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, once he told me, like, sis, I'm having a podcast. I want you to be on it. You know I was lit. I was like, you just tell me when and where because I'm showing up because I got a big mouth, big ass mouth, as like y'all can see. Um, and yeah, bro, I'm super, super excited for you. Proud of you. You're such a natural, um, any feedback, um, just get a mic stand. <laughs> we need a mic yeah, stand. I know, my I hands know. are sweating. Look at how big these things is. It's my hands hard. are sweating and, um, yeah, maybe yeah, a fan It's hot. You got the light set up in here. It's yeah. hot. But other than that, bro, I love the vibes. I can't wait to see some more episodes. I'm going to come back on my next episode. We're going to talk about how I went to jail. We're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we can do it. That's another episode. It's a bit more fun episode um, But yeah, no, it's lit, bro. It's lit. And I, I watched your last podcast. I'm a fan and I'm a subscriber. So let's get it. I'm proud of you. And I can't wait for you to work alongside me as a nurse. Well, you're going to be a travel nurse. You're going to be making 150 K. We're going to see. Do whatever we going to do. See. So yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to be it. I can't, cause that's my little brother. So you know, he's going to get it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so yeah. CJ, you got anything to say? I appreciate it. I He's appreciate so cute. It. That's my man. He cute. <laughs>
All right. Well, thank you. And that is episode four of the Road Podcast. Appreciate y'all for coming in.